I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I won't let my body outweigh, outweigh everything that I'm made of. Won't spend my life trying to change. I'm learning to love who I am. I am strong, I feel free. I know every part of me is beautiful. And I will always outweigh. If you feel it, put your hands in the air. Show some love to the new while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time. Cause you and I outweigh. Happy Saturday, Outweigh Amy here. And Kat, I saw this article the other day that said if you're ever told something rude or negative by a coworker or a friend, a response that you can give without being insulting back to them is just looking at them and saying, are you okay? (laughs) And I don't know how I feel about it. I think that it could come across as passive aggressive, depending on your tone or how you say it. But you know that comment that people love to put on Instagram for a lot of people's photos, but sometimes it ends up under mine, which a guy posted it the other day. And it was like, eat a burger, why don't you? And I kind of, I wanted to just reply. I didn't even give him the time of day, but I wanted to reply, are you okay? (laughs) Like, why are you commenting on someone's photo? So like something's wrong with you, are you okay? But then I'm trying to picture myself that's a stranger on the internet. And that's a way to kind of shut it down. But with your friend or your coworker, the article was saying Mm. it's a way to respond, but again, not say anything rude back. And then it'll make them reflect like, oh, am I okay? Why did I just say that? Or maybe what I just said was wrong. Okay. I feel like this could work. I also feel like it couldn't. I kind of like that as a response to somebody who's maliciously trolling you on the internet of it's almost kind of, I'm not going to take this so seriously and I'm going to throw this back at you. That is passive aggressive. But if it's with somebody that's in your life, you would really have to finesse the tone and the delivery of, are you okay? Okay, which it's outweigh. A cat has been on here before, but I guess I should properly introduce you as licensed therapist, Kat Defada, 
host of You Need Therapy podcast. And Cass is joining me today for this quick conversation about what to do when people say something negative to you. And we've talked about how, you know, if we're triggered by it, that's that's our problem. I'm not triggered by that comment or if someone brings something up about food anymore because I've done the work myself. And so that's a whole nother conversation of like, don't let anybody mm-hmm. <laughs> rain on your parade or get to you. But obviously you need to respond in a way or if you want to stand up for yourself. So what if someone does say something negative, like you as a therapist, what would you advise us to say? Like, hey, why are you eating that? Or, oh, are you sure you want to eat that? Or or in person, you should eat a burger. Like, how do we respond to that? So if we were just to take that, what we just were talking about, are you okay? And somebody made a comment at a meal and it's like, that's all you're getting. You probably should get a burger. If I just were to say back to my friend, are you okay? To me, that feels combative and it feels like it's welcoming in unhealthy conflict, which conflict can be healthy versus I can say, I didn't really like that you just asked me that. I can say, I'm kind of curious why you feel it's okay to comment on what I'm eating. You can say, you know, it feels kind of judgmental when you make those comments and I'm wondering what's behind them. That's still conflict, right? That's still, we have Mm -hmm. to have this dialogue and, and repair, but it's not this like uninviting, like I'm ready to fight. Like, are you okay? It's like, I'm trying to push it back on, you're saying something's wrong with me. I'm saying something's wrong with you. When I'm just saying, I'm curious, what made you say that? I was having a conversation with a friend just the other day and I mentioned that I don't have a scale and mm. it was a, a male and he said, what? You don't have a scale. Mm. That's weird. And I thought, well, n- no, it's, it's not weird to me because I got rid of it a long time ago because I was getting on it all the time. Like it was something that I think I could have one now. I'm in a different place, but there, there was a time where I kind of had to just clean house, if you will. And it's like, I don't need to wake up and weigh myself first thing, or I don't need to weigh myself after a meal or, and I was working on that. Or when I go to the doctor, I don't want to be, again, see something and like have it spark something in me. And so we've talked before about how, when you go to the doctor, you can actually say like, Hey, I'd pass on being weighed, or can I turn around or whatever you need to do to protect yourself with that. But I felt so judged for not having a scale so much so that I was like, well, maybe I could just get one. I don't know. But to me, I felt I got defensive. Yeah. And I was like, why do you not understand? It was like, I was like, why why are you making a big deal about this scale? And this is someone that's been a friend of mine for a very long time. And they know that I'm in recovery. So it was just interesting to me that he didn't get why I didn't want to scale. You know what this is making me think of? I'm rewatching Ted Lasso from the beginning. Oh, nice. And I just watched the dart scene. Do you remember that scene? Yes. It's one of the best scenes of the whole entire show. Uh-huh. But he talks about that quote, be curious, not judgmental. And that is making me think when people are, oh, I don't even scale. That's weird. That's judgmental versus you don't have a scale. Huh? I use my scale every day. What happened to your scale? Have you ever had a scale? And then it invites this conversation where he can understand you. It's the same thing with the the burger comment of like, oh, you need to eat a burger. It's like, huh, that doesn't feel like a lot of food. Are you you're not hungry? Still not like the best thing to say. I think we should maybe at mealtimes not comment on people's food, but that still welcomes in a conversation versus me telling you that you're doing something wrong. And then instead of me going back, are you okay? It's like, oh, 
well, thank you for asking and not telling me that I'm doing something wrong. I had an Instagram post up from iHeartCountry with Sam Hunt. And I, I posted one that wasn't flattering. Someone had taken our photo when we were like mid-sentence. I mean, Sam's kind of got his mouth open. He's like, oh, and then I'm making a weird face. But it just was like, really? They're like, here's a photo of you and Sam. And I'm like, oh, okay, can we find a different one? And eventually we did find better ones. But I thought, well, I'm going to post this because who cares, whatever. And someone commented on there literally to me, are you okay? And I thought, huh, I think I did end up replying to that person. Sometimes I can't help myself. You but say, I'm are like, you okay? No, I just said, <laughs> I hadn't read that article yet. Oh. So I didn't know about, are you, are you okay? Uh, but I said, what? This is just like a, a, what do they call it? What is it photo when it's not planned? Um, oh, candid. Candid. <laughs> this, is a, this is a really bad candid photo of when I was interviewing Sam and I just thought it, my face looked funny. Like, oh, look at me being all professional here doing my job. And someone stood up for me and was like, hey, paraphrasing here, I don't remember the exact comment, but like, why do you have to comment on someone's pictures? Mind your own business or whatever. And she was like, they're like, it's not a funny joke to ask someone if they're okay. And she's like, it's not a joke. I really want to know <laughs> if she's okay. Really concerned. Like she thought I was on something, you know? But if she really cared about you, I don't think she would say it that way. Yeah, I will, Here's a little tip for people though. And this is like a therapy one-on-one tip. In order to stay in that curious versus judgmental realm, if we remove the word why, and instead of saying why, we say I'm curious about or I wonder, we can ask this, we can get the same kind of information, but ask it in a caring, more curious way. So I'm curious about or I wonder versus why. Ah, mm -hmm. did you hear my cousin Amanda and I on a Four Things episode recently talk about replacing why with what for a more fulfilling life? No. Did so, I? well, you probably didn't. Thanks for the support. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. It's sort of like, you know, how Donald Miller gave us, what mm -hmm. does this make possible? That has what in it. And that's probably why that sentence is so simple and so mm -hmm. powerful. It's because of the what. Mm -hmm. So an example she gave was a woman was diagnosed with cancer. And instead of her response being like, why me? She said, what is important to me in life? And that was what she was going to choose to focus on because now she had perspective and she wanted to know what is important to me right now. And that's the direction she went instead of victim mentality, which is why is mm -hmm. this happening to me? Mm -hmm. And really in lots of different ways, you just, it's the, she did a whole study as a doctor that wanted to figure out self-awareness. Mm -hmm. uh, and she did all this research and apparently 95% of people think they're self-aware, but only 10 to 15% actually are. Right. And she she called them like the unicorns. And she's like, what, why are these unicorns more satisfied, more fulfilled with their life? What is the main difference from these other people that claim they're self-aware? And it's that they use the word what? In different scenarios, there's the cancer one. There was a yeah. guy in the study that, you know, had conflict with his boss at work. And instead of why are we like oil and water and why can't we ever get along? It was, what can I do to show her I am valuable to the team? Ooh. And so that's another what. I like it. Yeah. What? What versus what? why? What? And that's kind of what you were saying mm -hmm. just now, a little bit. It's just a different way to ask questions. Mm -hmm. A different way to, I was trying to find the comment here too. Are you okay? But I can't find it on my Instagram. At Radio Amy, if you want to follow. And Kat is at cat.defada. And then you have your podcast therapy mm -hmm. or your... <laughs> 
your You Need Therapy podcast has an Instagram too, right? Yes, at You Need Therapy podcast. Oh, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's exactly, Pretty simple. exactly it. And Kat has episodes that go up every Monday and Wednesday. And some of them even pertain to recovery mm-hmm. from eating disorders as you are, you are in recovery. And I just share quickly something cool that you're doing with a friend, a sit down that you're going to record and hopefully air somewhat soon-ish. And I can't wait to listen. So I was talking to my best friend from college this week and didn't think she would agree to this, but she did. So she saw me walk through my disordered eating journey and then I found recovery and then she walked through hers and then she found recovery. But we both have these perspectives of seeing at different times when we're in a more healthy mindset, the person who's not doing so great. So I asked if she'd be willing to come talk about that process of what it's like to see your friend and then what's it like for your friend to see you because it is so much easier to see the toxicity of things going back to self-awareness when you're looking at somebody else. And we're more harsh with that as well. So in the next couple, probably next couple of weeks, we're going to try to sit down and record that. It's going to be therapeutic for me because we've never talked about it. It's almost something we kind of like swept under the rug and didn't really want to address. And I'm like, we're like, you're one of the closest people to me. Why have we not talked about this? So should be pretty good. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. You need therapy podcast. Mm Mm-hmm coming soon. Well, the podcast's already out, but that episode, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. It may even encourage other people to just sit down with their friends and have certain conversations. Yeah. I'm like a little nervous about it because I don't know what she's going to say. And also I'm nervous because I might want to share things with her that I've been scared to share with her because I don't want to hurt her feelings or step on her toes or anything like that. So it should be a good way to show healthy conflict. Yeah. And talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Be curious about things and not judgmental. Mm-hmm. Boom. Boom. All right. Kat and I do the fifth thing together, the bonus episode for my four things podcast. And we always close it with have the day that you need to have. Mm-hmm. So it only feels appropriate to say it here. So Kat, go ahead. Tell everybody. Have the day you need to have. Okay. Bye. Bye. Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.